Charlie. Yes, this is two dudes orally. <laughs> yeah, in and around your ears. <laughs> yes. Um, my name is Paul. My name's Ash. And this is our first attempt at what some people colloquially know as a podcast. You've gone posh. Have I? Yeah. I do that. I do yeah, want to phone. You don't need to. I'm We're trying really hard. From the north. People from London shouldn't understand us. That's the, the idea. Same, at the same time, because that is an entirely different country. Well, no, it's not. But it's, like, it's 18 There's definitely countries. a border between here and Peterborough. <laughs> South of Watford. <laughs> I think you'll find their uh, water swills the other way around the sink. It's not, it's not Australia. <laughs> nice. Do you, want, do you want to... Yes, so... Podcasting. I am an avid podcast listener. Uh, I listen to the Nerdist podcast, the Empire podcast, pretty much every podcast that Kevin Smith's involved in. He's a big hero of mine. And I decided that I know people who are funny, which is why I invited my good friend, Mr. and Hester, here, um, to come and be funny with me and talk about crap, because... That is the makings of a good podcast. So I, I know nothing about podcasts. I'm like the worst person to ask. I don't listen to podcasts really. The, the only one I've only one I've heard really is the Peacock Gamble one, and that was just that was just because I saw him on Russell Abbott big good news, and it was Russell, it was Russell the, Abbott. It's one of those, isn't it? Um, yeah, and then like I don't listen to them much, um, but I mean I can talk about stuff. That's that's literally a, a podcast. Is literally you know people have talk shows, yeah, and stuff. It's like that, but just with sound. Because let's face like it, that bit in Top Gear that nobody watches. I'm probably more likely to be. <laughs> I'm probably more likely to be liked if they can't see my face. All right. So it's that kind of thing. We can just be entertaining, talk about crap that makes us laugh. Okay. And hopefully, in turn, it will make other people laugh. Well, that'd be nice. It's always good, isn't it? So here's how it's going to go down. We do have an idea of what we're going to talk about. It is not completely unplanned. We do. Like the rest of our lives, but outside of literally a sentence saying "talk about this," everything else is just whatever the hell comes to our mind at the time, which could be funny, it could not be, it could get really deep, it could stay pretty shallow with a lot of cursing and rude words. I'm going to try not to swear though. Oh, why? Well, you know, it's... if if you've got it in your head that you're not going to swear, you won't talk like yourself. Well, I do. I don't know. If you want to say cock, say cock. Well, I, I can quite... And not just easy. in a northern kind of easily, sort of endearment I way. I can say cock, though, can't I? It's not, it's not an hard thing. You can say what you... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not an hard thing. <laughs> if I'm going to go around saying, like, fuck and stuff like that, well, I can say it, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know if you can put age ratings on stuff like this, but this is a... Uh, Definitely an 18. It's 15. That's <laughs> a 15. 15 bar. <laughs> yes. It will also cost that much if you download it from iTunes, <laughs> which you can't. And then they'll make the 20% and take it off. But I didn't say that. <clears throat> so, yes, as I've said, I assume that the only people who would ever listen to this being the first one are people that we already know. Friends. 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 They'll listen to it. Friends. Joey will listen to it. He's doing Top Gear now, isn't he? Yeah. He's, friend. <laughs> He's a Nobody friend. told him life was going to be this way. I'll tell you what I don't understand, right? How can he host Top Gear if he feels like he's always stuck in second gear? <laughs> When it hasn't been his day, his week, his month, or his year. <laughs> but he will be there for Chris Evans. Yeah, he will, won't he? Because Chris Evans needs all the help he can get, really. Oh, there's fucking seven of them now. It's Have awful. you seen it? Yeah. There's, that, it? there's that Sabine. Yeah, but Sabine did race that transit around the Nürburgring. And, and beat and Jeremy Clarkson she in was, the drag. She was really fast with that. Yeah. 
I mean, I can do this to me. And then there's like the most boring auto person in the world doing it in the world. Uh, do, do, doing, <laughs> that was genuinely a really it, good impression. Doing it. Um, I don't know who he is. Like, he, he does like online stuff like for cars. But he's, he's, for Top Gear. I watched it. No, not for Top Gear. Like That's where they found him online. Oh, oh let's, let's get that bloke. Proper boring. <laughs> Just pointing at a YouTube video. I want him. Yeah, but that's that's what Journey did. He should have got that guy who pretended to put headlight bulbs in front of Halford's adverts. He's, he looked like but that would have been funny, wouldn't it? That would have been good. I'd watch that. Yeah. But as it stands, Amazon Prime is probably going to get my money sometime well, I've in the near paid future. For Amazon Prime, <laughs> I've already got it. I'm, 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 I can't wait to watch those three idiots make mess again. So <laughs> it's going to be good. That um, working title: Gear Knobs. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. Yeah, it's good. I think it's going to... It will just literally be Top Gear, but with more stuff that they couldn't do on the BBC. Yeah. And I don't probably know. with more swearing. I was going to say, do they have a rating system when it's on Amazon Prime? No, I think so. I mean, it can be rated, can't it? I mean, but if you pay for it, watch it, can't yeah. you? I, I pay. I want swearing. Mm. I want curse words. I don't if know. possible. It might spoil flesh. it for me, because I like the I like the soft swearing that people do. Like, like James May's got cock. Yeah. And he says that a lot. Oh, cock. And then, like, they've got, like, bugger, and then they, they use bastard, but they always bleep it out. So, I don't know. I was, there was, oh, God, what was it? Somebody was talking about Deadpool online, and they were saying that some of the comedy on South Park is funnier because it's bleeped. And I was yeah. thinking about it, I was like, you do kind of get conditioned by TV when you're a kid, that when something bleeps, that's naughty, and it makes you laugh. So you could bleep mm. n- any word, and you, inside you'd be like, <laughs> "Have you not seen those videos online where they, there's people genuinely talking like like heads of state and politicians, <laughs> and they bleep bits of the sentences out? Well, if it's so Philip, it sounds like they're swearing. If it's, it's Prince it's, Philip, he probably needs funny. bleeping. You need to watch it. It's, it's one of those things. We digress, which but will happen a lot. A lot. A lot. So we decide. Well, I decided. I just Ash did his normal thing of yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to try and have us tell an interesting story, but now that I'm physically sat here talking, I realise I have nothing interesting to say. What about yourself? Yeah. No. Do you? Uh, can you think of anything interesting to say about yourself? What about me? Yeah. Uh, or, or like an experience you've had. Experience I've had. Uh. I don't know. I, I don't know. It is when you put people on the spot like this. You sort of think. I have absolutely no idea what to say about myself. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go to those interviews, like, and the group interviews, and you've got to like shine in front of everybody else that are there, and you've got to tell a story about yourself, and you think, I wonder which story is going to get the most laughs. And you sort of stood there, and then you get to that point where, shit, you just blank, not even funny, and you're like, I remember yeah. once I got twenty percent off chips when I was a child. I had a dog. <laughs> His name was Scruffy. And this was back when I was living up north, like... Yes. I don't know why you've got all Geordie. It's a bit weird. I don't know. It happens. Yorkshire. Aye. <laughs> white Rose, White Rose. Let's not start that. No. We'll get um, <laughs> angry Mancunians. Yeah, but they live on the wrong side of the Pennines, I don't, I don't know. They? Either that or Ellie will kick off. The wet side. <laughs> <laughs> the wet side of the Pennines. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a, uh, a country-based sitcom. The wet side the of wet the Pennines. The wet side of the Pennines. Yeah. Just a load of people on... Um, Saddle with more. It's wet all that time. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, interesting story. Nothing? I don't know. Um, that... I've, I'll tell you what, I've got an interesting story that involves both of us. Go on then. Uh, I think it was 2013, November time. Uh, myself 
Ash here and our good friend Rebecca um, had a little road trip down to London. No, oh, yeah, that was cool. And we went to see the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah. In its entirety. Um, the second and third part of which were on the original 35mm prints. They were mint. The first one was the digital re-release from a couple of years previous, but it was amazing. Mm. Loads of fans, people dressed up and everything. It were amazing. On the way out, dead phone, no power, no sat-nav, no nothing. So I thought, fuck it, I can... I'm sat-nav in my head. I've got Ash. Ash knows his way to and from everywhere Ash without nav. ever even being Ash-nav. Mm. So I'm like, we'll be fine. So set off, literally parked in a multi-story in Leicester Square, set off from there, out of London, at about, what were it, about two we o'clock? Drove, we drove around London for a long time. Yeah. I remember you... I That's remember... what I mean, like, we left Leicester Square, when did we get out of the film? It started at four, 11. there were three films, we got out at about eleven. Mm. We went to Knightsbridge, yeah. Notting Hill, through Piccadilly Circus, yeah. twice. yeah. And it was when we ended up at the Olympic Park and I was like, that we knew that we shouldn't something be here. was wrong. <laughs> this is so, dangerous. There's a man with a gun. <laughs> at, at three o'clock, we finally got onto the M1. Yeah. And headed back up to Well, no, we uh, didn't, did we? We didn't, because we, we, if we went from where that is, that's that's like M11. We did M11A1. Pretty sure. Oh, did we? Yeah, because we were at Olympic Park. I thought we went past Gateway Services on M1, though. We might have got back on the M1 at some point. But I'm I'm, pretty, I'm sure we ended up going through Camden on the way out. Oh, I can't remember, mate. We might have done. I don't know. London might as well have all its signs it's written in It's so Welsh. confusing. I don't like London very much, to be honest. I mean, I like it like maybe like for a day, but I couldn't I couldn't live there. No. I, I, think, I think it's just... I mean, st- st- standard story, really, for um, London. I went to London um, and, and I was... You know, just doing the northern thing and holding the door open for somebody to sell no, 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 That's called be- doing the polite thing. Yeah, it was the polite. It was, it was the well, it was the right thing because I'm f- from where where I grew up. That's you what you, that's what up. that's what you do. Um, and I held the door open in Selfridges, and about twelve people walked past me and just ignored me as if like I was working the door, but I was in shorts and a t-shirt with his beard, and not one of not one of them said thank you. You know, like you do that classic thing where he's like, "You're welcome." You're welcome. You're welcome. And then I'll just like just ignore me. And then oh, I remember when me and Lewis went, um, we went down Oxford Street just saying hey up to everybody we saw. <laughs> hey up. Hey up. Hey up. <laughs> All right. Hey up. Hey up. No, no, All the Londoners going, oh God, I hope this dirty northern doesn't get in my way on the way to uh, Waitrose to not- buy my brioche. <laughs> I saw that thing. <laughs> Oh, how funny that. Stop hitting your sister or you won't get any brioche. <laughs> it's brilliant. Overheard in Waitrose. Posh people. Yes. They're funny, aren't they? So, not necessarily interesting stories. Very London-centric. Yeah, it's because we started with London, really. I mean, yeah, we're just talking yeah. about London now. Yeah. Let's let's divert slightly. Right, so, first podcast we've ever done. Needs to be something that we, that we or anybody else could get really passionate about. So we decided we were going to discuss things that we felt were boobies. either we were going to discuss boobies passionate about boobs and all the different words for boobs so bazookas knockers jugs tits um balloons we're going to upset Kirsty <laughs> mammaries she loves boobs mammaries mammaries uh, chesticles <laughs> chesticles oh god 
Front cushions. <laughs> Bosoms. Oh, that's a good one. I just in my head now I'm just singing Brimful of Asher. Because yeah. everybody does in fact need a bosom for a pillow. Anyway, it's not about boobs. So it's not about boobs. Something that anybody can get passionate about. Um, things that you feel are unfairly over or underrated. Yeah, some something like like the movies you watch or the music you listen to. Because everybody has an opinion about everything these days. And I think the best way that you can always describe stuff is some people will really love something. So they might overrate something that you think is a bit crap, really. So... The idea is we're going to talk about stuff that we f- think are actually quite good, but then look at the tougher side of it and try and decide whether we're right or not. <laughs> but we are, <laughs> because this is our podcast. Well, we're right. Like we, we find ourselves in a position a lot where something will happen culturally and it will be massive and people will be like, oh my God, this event or person or thing is the best thing ever and I'm going to buy all of its merchandise and think it's amazing and we're just sat looking blankly no. wondering when <laughs> hair metal's going to come back put put it down <coughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will start with overrated because it's just reminding me of something Go on then. It's, it's kind of an old pull now, but Twilight oh Right, mm. not because like, I've seen a couple of Twilight films. I've seen the first, <laughs> I've seen the first one and the last one. Yeah. I imagine the middle ones are pretty much just the, the same point between the two. The same, but right, the first Twilight film, perfectly good film. My issue is not necessarily with the film. My issue is with that for the duration of that series being in the cinema, you've got places like HMV who are stocking inordinate amounts of merchandise with Robert Pattinson's face on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. To me, it's it wasn't phenomenon worthy. Yeah, but the thing is, it's a it's a it's a girl thing. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a bit like Twilight sort of sits for me in the same realm as Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Where, whereas, yeah. like, like guys just didn't get it. It was one of those things we just didn't get. Like, we get Fast and Furious films. I mean, I'm sure there are like, guys out there who do get oh, it. Yeah, there will be somebody out there who's currently wearing a t-shirt that says, like, Team There'll be Edward. loads of people like Twilight, but but for us, it was a bit... We were just a bit sort of like, but but why? I mean, the books aren't very well written. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and it's like... Plus, Twilight directly leads into Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's just a bit just a bit weird, isn't it? Like, like, like nobody in their right mind would want to go out with a vampire. Yeah. Just think of how old he is, though. Like, she's having sex with somebody that's, like, five million years old. Well, it's a bit of an exaggeration, but he's pretty old. She's like, like he, she's having sex with a meteorite. It's weird. Yeah. Having, yeah. Well, he does spark in the sun, doesn't he? He is pretty twinkly. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, I won't divert into the kind of the core of Twilight and bits about it that I don't if like. If you haven't seen it, see it. And then you can Spoiler judge alert, with us. twinkly vampires... <laughs> Don't watch it. It's supposed like to explode. Vampires vampire. are supposed to explode. In the sun, they explode. That's it. It's not just because it's poor camouflage if mm-hmm. they're out in the sun. It's they die. That's what it should be. Because they don't glow. They don't glow. There is no glowing, twinkling or sparkling. Mm-hmm. Rihanna was in no way involved in the creation of these vampires and them shining bright like diamonds. <laughs> that was a long pull I'll to be, get round I'll to be that on Zay's microphones. No. 
Very, also very sparkly. Shine bright like a diamond. Refract light like a diamond. All right, yeah, sorry, science. But yeah, it is, it's the whole phenomenon nature of it. I disagree with the phenomenon... Yeah, but Phenomen- phenomenal. But then, but then if, you go, if you're going down that route with that, you can also talk about things like Harry Potter. No, because I get Harry Potter. No, but, but Harry Potter, people, let's put it this way, people that aren't us don't get Harry Potter. No, they, no, no, but it's it's much more of a universal thing. Like, you never get somebody... I don't know. Man. Like, it's very rare that you'd have, like, a girl who's obsessed with Harry Potter and her fella or partner comes in and goes oh that's sh- why are you into that shit for I'm not going to wherever I know loads is. of people that don't like Harry Potter I know loads of people that they're like, just people like, you don't need in your life yeah I know we don't have them in our lives because <laughs> we, we don't get on with them but that's what I mean the, the other side of the coin is that there is people that don't like it and, and I think that with Twilight we sit on that other side see what I mean we don't we saying like, hello to people yeah we, you know we, we, we like Harry Potter hello because we get it Sorry. We we like it, so we don't understand those that don't. Whereas, you know, the the ones that like Twilight, we don't understand. Luckily, we're in a situation currently where our opinions are all the matters. Yeah, nobody can argue with us, really. But yeah, not necessarily the films, merchandising. I don't think it's phenomenon worthy. I don't think it's worth anybody getting a tattoo over. That's probably a good benchmark. If people are getting Twilight tattoos... Like I saw these people sharing shit on Facebook. Somebody got like a full back piece, and it's just like the poster for New Moon. Oh no! And you're like, oh my god, what are you doing? That's stupid. Just get on a poster and put it on your wall. You can look at it then. If it's on your yeah. back, what's the point? Oh. You never see it. Excuse me, mum, mum, mum. Pass me that mirror, please. Yeah, and also get your hair mirror as well, so that I can have a look at my back because I can. You know, four hundred. to turn around and I'm like, I can't see it, mum. Four hundred. Four hundred quid for a tattoo that your sheets will enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you're a girl, you're, or a boy, your significant other can enjoy. Yeah, whilst spooning. Yeah, but nothing dirty. Beware though. that spooning does lead to forking. It does. I apologise if uh, this noise is getting annoying for anybody. It's really, it's annoying for me because I'm sat next to I'm you. I'm sat on a really squeaky chair. <laughs> There's just no alternative other than standing and we've established that I'm far too lazy. Or kneeling down. Then you'd be like, not reaching. So that was my, so Twilight was mine anyway. I think it's massively, massively, massively overrated. Yeah. yeah. I, do you know what I don't get? Call them League of Legends. Yeah. I don't get League of Legends. Like, I, I work in a college, right? And and all the kids that are at this college, most of them that are on the ICT course, like love League of Legends. They go to work and then they spend all their money on modifying their League of Legends characters, and I'm like. But you could spend that money on other things, like cars and going out with your girlfriends instead of sitting inside and not doing it, not doing anything. And you just and they they're all like like white and pasty and never see the sunshine. That could span to include like World of Warcraft and stuff as well. No, like, you see, I get World of Warcraft. Warcraft kind of because it's it's not as I don't know. League of Legends is just it's it's the same the same map. All the time. What? It really? never cha- I don't think it changes. That's what I've been told. I've like, never played. I've, I'm only going on what I'm only going on so, what I've been told. Right? And it's so minimal. And it's like, and and then they, they play each other and they, they then they, they kill each other and and that's it. And it's like, what's the point? What is the, what is the point in that? It's like, what are you doing with your lives? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of guys that, that are there and they're like, oh Ash, what shall I put down as my as my um my 
my sort of work stuff like what should I put down as work experience because I've got nothing and I'm like well have you not had a job before like because I mean sat the job or something yeah, yeah. it's like well oh, deliver some papers well I can't you know <laughs> I've, I've not had a job so I don't know what to put down on that and I, I'm, I feel so so like helpless because I, I can't do anything like, there's, no, there's no advice I can give them that would make it any different you know what I mean it's like stop playing video games go do something else I mean don't get me wrong I'm not going to be one of these people who's just like get off your ass. You, there's no benefit to this and all this because scientifically playing video games has been proven to like increase endorphin levels and stuff and like it's good for your mental health yeah it's good for your mental health but it's not very good for your friendships and it's also I agree with the overratedness it's not good it's not good for your um Friendships, either. There's people. People earn their living, like better livings it's than we're great. getting. Oh, man, playing League of Legends, it's crazy. I just, I, I just don't get it. But I think it's just because I'm getting old. I say better livings than we're making. We're not mm. making spectacular livings. No, I've, any, I, I've been men make better living than I do. Yeah, but it, that's not a point. I, I think, I think it's that whole thing that these guys can go make very good money by playing video games, but they sort of miss out on other things. They miss out on other other bits of life that you sort of I think you need to experience you know your first job you know building dens when you're like 13 playing football on a field well, so without any play goal. League of Legends in a den yeah but you've still built the den yeah yeah and you could you could I don't know you could go outside and play football or rugby or whatever on a field and a field that doesn't have markings where you just the goals wherever you want. There's jumpers for goalposts, isn't it? Jumpers for goalposts. Oh, that went over. That that went over. How did it go over? We've not got a crossbar, you div. Do you know what I mean? It's stuff like that. Like it is the infinite skyward goal. <laughs> yeah, that went in. That no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, but but like kids are missing out on that today because they're too busy playing video games and I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not dissing video games because I like them, but I, I just I just don't I don't get I don't get them sometimes. <laughs> we fucking sound like. Like ten years we're ago, old, we're old. We'd listen to somebody talking about this shit yeah. and just be like, "Oh my god, they just don't get it. Yeah. They but, don't understand." Yeah, but I think I think it's just because I've been working in education. Ten for a years bit. ago, what were I doing? Sixteen. We were playing, long air listening to Linkin Park. We That's what I were doing. Guitar hero. Playing guitar. Oh my god, and we were having, playing guitar hero and having time off. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't. But I've been, I've been I'm ringing in sick for five days and telling them we all have the same illness from the same number and then yeah. just playing guitar for a week it was when Steve Owen died oh my god yeah. do you remember and we built that massive pyramid out of Foster's also cans. the time we had two days off and bought one pizza on the first day which yeah. we took two days to eat yeah, we didn't you... leave my, li- my parents living room because <laughs> we were completing guitar free. free uh, Legends of Legends of Rock yeah Legends of Rock yeah that's the best one it was still. amazing it's still the best one I don't know still... I get that because that, that game you can play with friends. That that game, you sort of you, you, the idea is you're not supposed to kill each other. You are yeah. It's you're supposed to help each other. Social gaming. Yeah, c- c- come to a conclusion. Then again, it... I would rather play any game where I have to kill somebody than ever play Mario Kart. I don't know. I, like Mario I've, Kart. I had it ruined for me, and he knows who he is. I um, won't mention any names, but it rhymes with Schmom. <laughs> with his competitiveness. All right. And his, his being a terrible winner yeah. has ruined. Mario Kart for me. Fair dudes. But yeah. I can understand that. Alright, so... Overrated. I believe that the Twilight franchise was massively overrated. Yeah. Ash believes that League of Legends is also massively overrated. Obviously, you've got more experience of talking to League of Legends people than I do. I've never played it, though. I didn't think it was like a massive... I didn't know how massive it was. It's huge. I knew that there were like people who played it for like 30 grand tournaments and stuff. It's insane. So that's overrated. For underrated, rather than just saying what you think is underrated, mm. 
try and sell it. Try and change people's opinions. Mm. Do it as like a marketing thing. Hello, Darren! Darren! <laughs> Darren has entered the room. Say hello, Darren. He, ma- he made us promise that it'd be like a Norm from Cheers moment when he walked in. So we did it. So we did. That being said, I am always that happy when Darren enters a room. Yeah, same. I, I, I'm just happy when I see him, to be honest. Like, you didn't even have to enter the room. I could see him on a phone or phone call and hear his voice. That framed like, picture he Darren! got you for your birthday. Yeah, that framed picture he got for your birthday. It's inside of my bed. Could have at least signed it, though. I know. It's not fair. I could sign it on the back. I'll tell you what, Darren, while you're here, really quick. Something, anything in the world that you feel is... Massively overrated. Justin Bieber. Yeah. A little bit louder. Justin Bieber. Right. <laughs> Argument. Why? Why is he overrated? Is this a swearing podcast? Yeah. You can swear if you want. Oh, he's a twat. All right. Yes, he is very much so. Agreed. <laughs> he spits on his fans. He's got no talent. He's got no fans. Got no ground. <laughs> you want Sam? You want Sam too, yeah? I'll give it you. Yeah? <laughs> got to agree with Darren there. Admittedly, that was one of those things where I thought it's too easy. But yeah, Justin Bieber. I think we've got three people here who all agree on that one. Any people listening pretty who like Justin pretty. Bieber, this is not the podcast for you. It's not for you. It will probably come up a lot that he's a cunt. <laughs> oh, right, we're going for that. Exactly. You just see you next Tuesday, Jesus. I bump it up bump it up to 18. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to talk how I always talk. You never say the see you next Tuesday word. It's it reserved. Time. Does yeah, it? I really yeah. do. <laughs> Swears a lot. Darren, really? by the way, Ash does not live here. We're currently recording in the kitchen of mine and Darren's flat. Yeah, I'm just here because so, I needed uh, me. Darren is around more when I'm going uh, off on a little rant about stuff. The kitchen diner. Sorry, the kitchen diner living quarters room <laughs> of the flat. Or Ellie's bedroom. Ellie's bedroom also. If she's if she bothers to listen, I hope she does. There's going to be certain people that are going to be tagged because they've been mentioned. Yeah, Eleanor being one of them. Becky, Tom. Kirsty's boobs. Yeah, maybe. If Kirsty was topless and Ben and Tom bent over, would it look like three boobs? I think Tom always looks like a boob. Right, so overrated. Unanimous decision on Justin Bieber. Clearly one of the most overrated human beings in existence. Mm. He sits in the same category as Nicki Minaj. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started on Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nash. God. Right, you she, want to talk about poor role models? Useless. <laughs> useless. I've heard that her anaconda don't want none. Did she remake that? Apparently. Did she? Her anaconda don't want none. Unless she's got bronze one. All right. Is that what that song is? Is it just a remake of Baby Got Back? Yeah. yeah. My whole world's just come down around me. I can't see it, but Paul's mind was just blown. I did. It's I didn't, all over the back wall of the kitchen. Yeah. I'll have to clean that later. I, I didn't used to like Miley Cyrus either. But Miley Cyrus is pulling it around at the minute. I kind of get it now. She went a bit mental, but she's kind of stuck with it, and I admire she's that. Mental. <laughs> mental. Yeah, granddad. <laughs> what are we going to do with Richard Attenborough? Richard Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. David David. <laughs> Richard Attenborough's already dead. <laughs> just for a downer. Blimey. Right, so Justin Bieber <laughs> slash Nicki Minaj. Let's just call them vapid pop wankers. Wait, wait was that a list? Justin Bieber slash and Nicki Minaj? No, 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 no,
Oh yeah, you can eat. Oh yeah, it's time. already annoying. <laughs> We've made it apparent now. We know it squeaks. So we did overrate it. We need to move on and be uh, productive. No, you, you you get on with your. See you later, Darren. Bye, Darren. Bye. Everybody say bye, Darren. Well done. <laughs> Just gonna get a Twinkie. All right then. So banana. So we've done overrated. We're going to move on to underrated. I think this should be us selling it. We need to stop the injustice that is this thing that we love being underrated. Right? Crackling rappers on a microphone, Ash. Good work. All right, okay. Darren, just a quick one to throw in, which I totally agree with. Boyce Avenue. They are underrated. They are massively underrated. These taste like the other ones. Very, very talented group of guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Darren, yeah. you get one choice, man. One choice. Walk Off the Earth has overruled Boyce Avenue because Darren's got a little bit of a crush on Giovanni from Walk Off the Earth. He totally wants to bang him. <laughs> right, so, fight in the corner for what you believe to be underrated. We'll say what it is first. So what, what do you feel is wrongfully underrated? Me? Um, I don't know. I think, at the moment, because... Because I'm a musician. These guys don't know this about me, but I'm also a musician. And I think people that can play instruments and people that don't sing along to karaoke tracks are severely underrated. That's what I think. I've got a massive, massive problem with... Herpes. No, no, it's cleared <laughs> up. Um, <laughs> with a, Go on. With, with, a, with just, like... Everybody thinking that this goes back to like the Nicki Minaj thing as well, but that sort of like there's nothing there. Like the music's just a beat and like random talking. Like there's no singing. But according to Justin Bieber, all all he needs is a beauty and a beat. Oh, he's stupid. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like like the old school like rock and roll bands. Like like nobody cares for them anymore, and it makes me really sad. But but I think I think they're underrated at the minute because they have a lot of talent. But nobody cares. So you're, you believe that real. We'll say we'll say real bands. There's probably going to be a backlash because people are going to be like, "Well, any band's a real band." Well, no, but I'm, you, I'm, not, you I'm not saying. I'm, I'm talking about people that play their own instruments live. Groups I'm, of musicians. Yeah, yeah, musicians that play together to make a song rather than having people singing to um, a backing track. You know, like right. like like what, like what most pop yeah. musicians do these days yeah right okay so that's yours mine uh, is musical theatre mm. obviously strangers won't know this about me um, friends will and I can't imagine there'd be anybody listening to this who doesn't know me but I am very much into musical theatre um, sometimes some pretty obscure stuff sometimes stuff that your mum listens to sometimes there's a show called You're in Town mm. um, but yeah Musical theatres, man. I won't go massively into it because we'll, we'll do the we'll do the arguments completely off the cuff and try and sell you, our listeners, on what we feel is underrated yeah. and deserves more respect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you want? Should we rock paper scissors for who goes first? Yeah, let's go. We'll right. be best out of three. Uh, yeah, go on. We'll go one, two, and then go. All right, on three. So it's one, on two, three. on three. Are we going one, two, three, and on go. three? On three. Right. Okay. One, two, three. Right. So that's one to me. Yeah. One, two, three. That's a draw. One, two, three. Two to me. Right. You go first. So I go first. Right. Ladies and gentlemen of the listening public. Boys and girls. 
children. Are you sitting, are you sitting comfortably? Of all ages. Musical theatre is a wonderful medium. It is one of the most underrated mediums in the world. There have been sitcoms for years who have been making jokes about musical theatre. They do the hierarchy of entertainment and they put like straight acting at the top and then there's various steps going down through Hollywood and TV and stuff with musical theatre somewhere near the bottom. I've heard this trope on several sitcoms. It upsets and offends me and is massively incorrect and I'm going to tell you why. Posh again. I'm trying to portray a story. People will... I don't know. People just... will take me more seriously if I pronun- if I pronunciate, if I enunciate. Okay. <coughs> Here's the thing. You've got a story. That story needs to progress. You're in a staged environment. It could be a stage, could be in a film. For the case of this argument, we'll say the stage. There's a story going on. We need to know how that person who's so far away from us, we can barely make out their face, is feeling, what they're thinking, how this story has affected them. How are they going to let us know that? Now, if you're in a film or in TV, you can have close-up shots, you can have different effects, you can have flashbacks and all this. They could physically show you what's in their head. On stage, it's very difficult. Some people are very good at it in just straight plays. That's, That's their thing. Let them do that. You can have this person physically tell you what is going through their head, what they're thinking, what they're doing. And do you really want just somebody talking at you? How boring is it when people are just talking at you? So, We we sang at the beginning. Yeah, we did sing a little bit. Darren! Darren! (laughs) What have you got? Did you actually get us food? Oh, you legend. Do you know what, mate? I absolutely love you. Yeah, man, of course yeah, it's alright. So are these for you as well? Oh, you fucking legend. Darren bought us food, everyone. We got pizza! Yeah, SpongeBob. Um, right, so, musicals. Interesting. Guy's going to tell you exactly what he's thinking, exactly how he's feeling. You could... surely that's what you want why would you want to guess and probe and read between the lines when if a guy's in love with a girl he can just say I love her in song and that's just so much easier so for that reason and for many many more I would say that musical theatre is underrated I think subtlety is underrated I think people should just walk around singing everything and let's face it people love listening to music like and in watching that Scrubs films. episode yeah I like that Scrubs there's episode. a reason every good sitcom has had the cast singing it at some point Scrubs How I Met Your Mother um, Nothing Suits Me Like a Suit Barney Stinson going out into the street dancing all that stuff mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris who's Barney people fucking love that guy he's a musical theatre guy big Broadway guy hosts the Broadway Awards the Tonys on a regular basis they love him Films of musicals sell out like crazy. It's it's unfair to judge musical theatre in the way that it is judged. I've, I've completely run out of arguments. No, dude, I, I can't you possibly see, you be passionate it. enough. Yeah, I know. You say, it sounds like you, you I mean, think it. about it this way. Have you ever been listening to something go on? And you listen to this song, you're thinking, yeah, it's quite good. And it builds and it builds and it 
suddenly hits so hard, kicks you in the stomach and affects every emotion in your entire body. Hairs are raising up on your skin. You think, oh my God, not only is that incredible talent coming from that person, but it's soul and the words are so emotive and things like that. It's feelings. You get feelings from this stuff. Don't be afraid of your feelings. To, to be, be fair, fair. To be fair. To TBH. I, 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 like, I wasn't a big musical theatre guy, but I liked it because of that very reason. Like I could sit and watch it and I would get... I would get a feeling from the music and from the lyrics and how they were sung and the emotions portrayed from stage. I mean, Blood Brothers is like my all-time, one of them, they are my all-time favourite things to watch on a stage. It, it's amazing. It really is. And Lame is, I mean, the amount of times I've taken the mick out of you for liking Lame yeah. is, but I absolutely bum it. It's like one of, It's like one of those things that I just love. Like Historically, Ash is called Lame is, Game is. <laughs> for right. years now, bearing in mind... We went to uni together, so coming up on eight, nine years ago now, I was in it and had Ash film I, it for I me. I filmed it. With the uni gear, because I was going to edit it, give DVDs to the cast and stuff, it was all gravy. The entire time, he was physically in the theatre, in the editing suite at uni and everything, going, oh, you're doing that gamey stuff. <laughs> and then what happens? Falls absolutely head over heels with it because he gave it a chance. I love it, me. If you give it a chance, it really just soaks into the pause of you. There's such emotion and power in these songs that you just don't get anywhere else. It's a fantastic storytelling technique. It makes you emote on a level that you just cannot experience in any other medium. You try sitting in a theatre. As an example, something that always gets me, there's a show Wicked. I've seen it numerous times. Just before you hit the interval, there's a song called Defying Gravity. And the lead in the show hits an incredible note with massive power at the end of an emotive song about being yourself and being empowered and being strong. Belts it out, followed by a massive chorus influx. And you're left with the hairs on your arms standing up, chills running through your body, your heart racing. And you just can't prevent that. And I challenge anyone in the world to not feel that feeling, but they're never gonna unless they give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I dropped the mic, but it's really expensive. I gave you an applause. Thanks, thanks, Ash. That was very good. No, no I, I agree with you completely. I mean, I like musicals. Um, I, I don't like them as much as you, but I like them because I can sort of relate to them in a lot of ways. I mean, to be honest, like, I'm alright saying I don't like musicals, but, like, I was in one. I was in Greece. Remember? That was how, like, I ended up singing, to be honest, like, doing that stuff. So, I mean, if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be doing what I do now. rehearsing in our... Yeah, yeah. In, farm room in, in our farm room. Me and Ash go way back. Way back. But, yeah. Is it my turn now to argue? Yes, you've got to argue on behalf of real bands. <laughs> real bands. Well, I'm, I don't think I'm going to sound as passionate as Paul is because I'm a bit more laid back but um, I think what bothers me the most is today in today's society and today's sort of culture and um, most most people now are told to listen to certain types of music by music television and radio stations and what really really bugs me at the moment is the fact that bands like real bands people that play people that write their own music aren't getting any airtime 
And that, that to me, is, it baffles me, to be honest. Like, I, I don't understand why. There's all these people that have gone to university and college, have spent years and years and years honing their skills, only to be pushed out of a chart race by some little scrope that can sing a backing chart written, written from him by Rick Wakeman. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't make sense. Like, oh, don't bring Wakeman into it. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. There's all these really, really talented people. And there's, I mean, I'm not saying I like all bands, but I, I do admire most bands. All of those ones that write their own music, I admire them because at the end of the day, they do it knowing full well that they're probably not going to make any money from it. And and that is the... It's sad. It really is sad. And I mean, it, I just think people nowadays should give live music and, and written music a chance. I just think not giving it a chance and just sucking in all the crap that the media want to give you, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you don't... You never sort of get into something yourself. You're told to listen to something because somebody else says it's good. Do you know what I mean? Like some DJ says it's good, or you listen to Clubland on Sky or whatever, and that that they play a song over and over and over again. And you think to yourself, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like there's loads of like individual artists going touring and having like big, massive tours, huge tours, and. You think to yourself, it would be cheaper to take a band. You don't have to pay for dancers. You don't have to pay for backing vocalists. You don't have to pay for pyro. You just have a stage, some lights, and a load of musicians. And that, to me, is like... I, I don't know. It's something that I, I think all people should get involved in. I think children should be brought into it as well. I think children should... I'm, I'm knowing full well what they're doing to the education system at the minute. And they're, they're deciding that the arts aren't going to be a statutory choice anymore. And they're gonna. It's gonna be maths, English, science, um, a, a language, language, and IT, and and that's it. Like the the arts are, are non-existent. I, I think it's giving a really poor message to children. I think. How things kind of overlap now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Part of that. One of the big issues yeah. I took with them going against the arts in schools mm. is they don't appreciate what you can learn through doing no, they don't. in schools. Technical theatre, you learn about engineering, you learn about... Imagine how good we are in, in social situations, though, and, and how that would be good in sort of job interviews and stuff like that. Like, it, it all comes under one, yeah. one heading. What are you if, doing in a job interview if not acting? You are that. You're selling yourself that. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It's a big act. Yeah. I mean, it's an act of a version of you, but you develop that confidence, and confidence in life's only going to get you everywhere you need. Well, most places... You put two people in a room, exactly the same background, same qualifications, same interests, everything, but one of them's confident and one of them isn't, who's going to go further? Statistically speaking, or historically speaking. Let's get people to message us about that one, that's quite good. Right, there you go. So, Mm. anything further to add in your defence of a Um, real, live, original band? Get up. Off your asses and go down to the nearest club you can find that puts bands on. Go sit in there and listen to the bands. Buy a pint, it'll cost you £2.20, it's in a club. Go out there, listen to the music. It's music that you'll know. You will know it because the cover's bands. But you will enjoy yourself. I guarantee it, you will enjoy yourself. You sit at home listening to what people tell you to do. You're just just, just another sheep, aren't you? You're just another... 
another person listening to something that's been told to listen to something and you guys are better than that I think that you can make your own mind up with stuff like that but you need to get out there you need to go buy tickets you need to go support your local bands because at the end of the day if you don't it's going to go and then once it's gone I mean it's going to be hard to get back now making it personal you guys are better than that I think they are he knows you're better than that because you're listening to this you're listening to these two people talk I think knowing you are. that they are wise like a little like miniature Buddha's Covered in hair. That's that's a dog. Yeah, but we are pretty Let's hairy. compare them to dogs. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well, <laughs> that's the argument out of the window. But yes, clearly we are two very passionate people about two kind of overlapping things. Oh, I like Mamma Mia as well, musicals. I like Mamma Mia. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Ash. That's a, Last little point there. Mamma Mia. Musical. Rocky Horror. Yeah. Rent. Rent. We like Rent. Not yeah. Bent. Ash. <laughs> I'm grinding my gears, man. <laughs> you know, I like them, though, that's the problem. Yes. So, overrated and underrated, clearly, something people can get very passionate about, very descriptive about. What time are we on? What time are we on? It's half past seven. Oh. And we are 45 minutes in. <laughs> right. <clears throat> We've done the overrated, underrated. You could go on about stuff like that for hours and hours and deviate. It's time to stop being serious. Because I don't like being serious. No, no seriousness. We're going to talk about the glorious gold that existed a mere 30 years ago. Oh my God, 30 years ago. Right. This glorious gold, this mine of stories and intrigue and fantasy that is the 80s. Mm. Now, Ash and myself both have a very deep interest. Yes, twinkly and shiny and Mm. beautiful. Um, I am a magpie. Something that's very important to us and very important socially with the people that we associate with, is an interest or love of classic 80s movies. Do you like 80s movies? If you haven't seen an 80s movie, go see one now. Go out, it's buy the DVD, sit down and watch it. It seems I, really vague, because there were some awful films in the 80s. Disagree. Of course. No, there were. Like There's what? bound to be. There's always bad films. There's like bad what? films every year. Like I don't what? know, because nobody watches them because they're bad. Oh, <laughs> But... You think five or six films come out every month? Not every single one of those all the way through the 80s is going to be a goldmine. No, I'm not talking about goldmine. I'm talking about quality. Good film. But there is this subsect of films, these stories that if people made them nowadays would get compared to the 80s. It's like... Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, There was a film in 2011 called Super 8. First thing that anybody said when that film came out is that is an 80s film. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2011, made with 2011 technology, all the CGI and everything. That was an 80s film. It's a way of telling a story. It's a kind of film that you see that you only get in the 80s. It's Goonies and E.T. Yes. Let's do the list. So we've got Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. Uh huh. Battery's not included. Yep. Name of our first band. Yeah. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. Yes, Flight of the Navigator. Uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 2 slightly less The Labyrinth Yes David Bowie's groin God rest him Um, What else are we going down? I'm going to go with The Never Ending Story Oh yes Awesome film Falcor Let's not do that (laughs) Right plus This is the birth of those moments In classic films That just break your heart That you can discuss for years Artax in the quicksand. Oh, when he dies. The horse dies. It's so sad. Oh, I broke Ash. He's upset now. I'm sorry, mate. 
Yeah, but he dies in the, he dies in the swamp of sadness. It's so sad. The horse gets depressed and sinks in the mud and dies. Is that literally what it's called? Yeah. Oh my god. It's got the swamp of sadness. Yeah, it's awful. That file. It's 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 just. But you, you, the thing is, you can't tell those stories nowadays because it's too PC. People are too worried about like they're worried about offending people. Like in the eighties, nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What else we talk? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Princess Bride. Oh, oh, fucking awesome films. Absolutely awesome films. What else have we got? Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, we're getting into the teen genre now as well. The, the 80s originated... The Rat Pack. These teen films, yeah. You had Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, Molly Ringwald, all these people making these great movies. St. Elmo's Fire, 16 Candles. Oh, so good. They don't... I mean, it's such a cliche thing to say, but they don't make things like this anymore. They don't. So we have this thing. Say you're meeting a new person. You're befriending them through another friend in a bar, new job, whatever. There are key questions that you have to ask this person to divine whether they are future friends or future foes. Our first question, like one of the first questions is, have you seen Back to the Future? Yeah. The response to that is key. Mm-hmm. If they haven't, if they just if they say something along the lines of, oh no, I've, I've not seen it, I've always wanted to, that's kind of, you're on the right side of it there. Because they could borrow it, it could be watched. They or could you could watch it, it together, and then you can get, you know, come around my house, check this film out. Especially if it's a lady. If it's a lady friend. Or mm-hmm. a man friend. Whichever you want. But, um, it's like, they need to know that stuff. Like, like for our age group, we weren't, we're not quite old enough to have been around the first time around. But when we were kids, they were on Sky all the time. They were easy to get on hold of on VHS. And like, for all you kids, VHS is like, like a tape um, that has films on it. And you have to rewind it and play it. But you guys won't know what that is. Because you're too busy Some people. looking at your iPads and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Doing your Playstations and we Spotify in. Yeah. Mm, tweet Shaving later. your hair at the sides and growing it at the top so you look like a onion. Like Gary Oldman in Fifth Element. Yeah, like in Fifth Element. That's a good film, but it's not in the 80s. Good film, though. 90s. 80s. 80s-esque, though, isn't it? But 80s movies are a core part of any good friendship. Especially with us. I mean, we all, we all need to be fully aware of of the awesome films there is in yeah. I just I mean we're perfectly happy to educate people but they need to be willing to be educated <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's that quality in a person that you look for oh my god chips it's like if you ask that question like have you seen Back to the Future and somebody says no I've never fancied it that's the kind of person you want to be running away from they're not going to be good friends run away run away <laughs> I won't run away I'd probably no. I'd probably say why and then their response then would be key to me determining whether I'd be quite happy talking to them again or not. Yeah. Or if like if, if they got dumped watching Back to the Future or something. Yeah. And they had a negative association with it, then that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it isn't. I would try and fix it. Yeah, we'll watch it again. Yeah, it's alright, we'll watch it again. I'm not going to dump you. Well, I might do. Unless you, you don't, don't like, like it. it. <laughs> It's, so, mm. I think what we need to do now, we need to narrow down that quintessence mm. into one single film. 
one film that somebody can watch and you can point at it and say that that film there that's the 80s suggestions I would mine I would probably go Back to the Future 2 ooh why 2 because well it's it's the it's the most well I think it's it's the most jumpy of all the Back to the Futures because it jumps between many different places that's a literally jumpy yeah yeah and I think that um, I don't know like I I quite like it. You get a bit of the old, a bit of the eighties. You get a bit of of nineteen fifty five, and then you get a bit of two thousand fifteen, which already went by. We haven't got hoverboards or flying cars, or we got a few stuff from there. While we're on the subject, a Segway with no handle is not a hoverboard. No, it's not. Put it down. Anybody who says that that's a hoverboard, you need to castrate them immediately because they are not allowed to raise or educate a child. <laughs> a bit far no 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 <laughs> I think that's totally fair fair enough I know, it's I think... not a hoverboard I don't care what the people who sell it are called anybody who looks at that and thinks oh that's a hoverboard and calls it a hoverboard is wrong it's Back to the Future 2 or the Goonies see mine this it's not as big of a film but to me in the way that kind of like 80s films do date like, you watch an 80s film, it's very clearly an 80s film. It's dated. You might have trouble pushing it on kids today who who don't just appreciate films for being films. Like, they're looking for specific things. Like, you get kids going to watch, like, all these 3D animated films with the specs on and chairs moving and stuff, and they don't appreciate good storytelling anymore. They just appreciate explosions. But if you want to talk about the film that covers all the bases, you've got your action, you've got your 80s obsession with high technology... Right, you've got your heartbreaking moments. You've got your humanity. Right, for me, it comes down to two films: Short Circuit oh, and Batteries Not Included. Oh, yeah, Batteries Not Included. You've literally got a race of alien robot spaceships who, to reproduce, just build a they child. They fix things. They fix and things. they fix everything. They bring this this old woman who's lost her son. Who's going loopy from it? Mm. She's in her husband's thinks he's lost her completely. Mm. They bring this whole block of flats of people back to back to life just by being themselves. Mm -hmm. And you you can't tell that story anymore because if anything like that happened these days, they wouldn't be like, Oh, let's entertain these aliens. They would be saying, Oh my god, somebody's invading, kill it. Shoot it. You're not allowed here. Do you have a passport? No, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? That kind of mindset. How much do you earn a year? Mm. You're not allowed into this country. You don't belong here. How's about, mate, person who's saying that, <laughs> why don't you take a very long walk off a very short pier? Holding bricks. Very short. Very short. So, yeah, for me... So, that's batteries not included. Alien oh, no, spaceship things. No, I short circuit. A robot becoming more human. human. It wants to love. It wants to learn. They've done that, it's though. got friends, but like actual done, friends. They've done that. They've done that recently, haven't they? What, like Chappy? AI, Chappy. Same, same yeah. sort of idea, isn't it? Same sort of wanting to be human robots, man. And um, bicentennial man. And there's always a bad guy, and every single time the bad guy is a white guy with money. 
He's, he's usually English. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Battery's not included. It's just because rich people want to knock the building down mm-hmm. and build something else, but they're not allowed. Short circuit, they find out this robot exists. You've got the army coming after him, mm. people trying to steal him because he's so special. Always just people with money. There's one thing we learnt from 80s movies, and that's that rich people are the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Rich people are the enemy, and strange aliens you can trust. That yeah. is the, the crux of the 80s. So for me, between Short Circuit and Battery's not included. Do you know what? I'm with you. I think they're good as well, because they're ones that people wouldn't necessarily have watched. Yeah, that's that's more of a test. Mm. I'm going to go with Short Circuit. Because Short Circuit's not as... Not, not as um, Touchy-feely. No, I'm not. Batch is not included is niche, really. I don't think many people know that film. Whereas All the better, then. No, Introduce them no, to No, but I, I think Short Circuit is the best one for it, because Short Circuit, some people will have seen it. And I think it's the better one to go by. And it's got a sequel. Yeah, because you can't you can't judge somebody by saying, oh, by the way, have you watched this film that nobody ever seen? Because I think you're limiting your friends. Oh, yeah, no, I think the question still stands at kind of the more common level, where you've got Back to the Future and Labyrinth and Goonies and stuff. Stuff that you could say a majority of the population of the Western world has seen. Mm. I think it's when you get deeper into it, these are the films that kind of personify... These are the must-see films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can appreciate that era of filmmaking, these are the must-see films. Defo. Definitely. So you should say Short Circuit. Yeah, I'm going to go... Um, of the two, I would actually say Battery's not included. Yeah. But, but that's because it's... I'm happy to call that a draw. It's the most... I don't know. Batch not included. I absolutely love. I love that film, but I love it because I've seen it, and I, I, I think. Well, you're not going to love it from poster. Oh, I, I did. It's quite a good poster. Um, I just think that uh, I think it's it's too not well known. I think, but but to be fair, like I don't know. Like, people that watch this might have seen Batch not included, and and I will apologise to you wholeheartedly if I ever meet you in public. We'll survey it. Whoever listens to this. Send us a comment or a message or anything. Have your input on anything that we've talked about. Your overrated, underrated, your classic movies. Have your input. If you've got an interesting story, whether it involves London or not. Short circuit reference. Need more input. Oh, what? A, that was perfect. Perfect end to that segment there. Uh-huh. Rolling round. We've got Ash there making classic 80s movies references. Benjamin. I can't do voices for batteries not included, they don't talk. <laughs> right, so seriously people he is alive. Yeah, racial stereotypes, you mm. can't get that in this in modern age. Too many people are getting too offended. You can't have white guys playing Indians. Don't work. What? And don't don't you just miss that kind of racial stereotyping? <laughs> he said, ironically. Mm. Right. People. Go out and see some 80s movies. Get in a group, get a, have a party and just have an 80s marathon. Come round ours. We will post a list. And watch the films with us. We're going to watch Labyrinth. Yeah. We're going to watch Goonies. Yeah. We're going to watch... Do you know what? We're going to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Indiana Jones. We're going to watch Back to the Future. We're going to watch Short Circuit. Battery's not included. It's going to be a great week. Oh, God. <laughs> got to go to work. <laughs> right. Who needs work? Oh, money. No, shit. Never mind. We need it to buy DVDs. Of 80s movies, yeah. 
And then oh. the special editions when you already own them all. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm such a commercial sheep. Blu-ray. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. Good news! Good, good news. Going back to musical theatre. Good news! Yeah. Right. I decided straight away that if somebody's going to listen to this, hopefully they'll find it a little bit entertaining. This wasn't actually that much of a comedy thing. We it, got quite into it. It was waffle. It was quite intense. But going on. I insisted that we had to end on some kind of good news. So there is a website that I frequent, and it is called the Good News Network. Now, if you turn the TV on and watch the news, what are you going to hear about? People are dying, people are starving, people are getting killed, people are underpaid, people aren't happy, morale is low, the country's going to shit, and we're governed by wankers. Whoa. So what do you want? You want something to cheer you up? You want to know that there are good people out there doing good things, and you want good things are happening. You want water skiing. Sometimes. That's what you want. <laughs> here's my favourite. Now, you may be familiar with um, Bat Boy from, I believe it was San Francisco a couple of years ago, currently making a film version of it. Make-a-wish type thing. Small child, very into his superheroes. They allowed him to save San Francisco from the Riddler. Drove him around, the police were there, people in full costume. He got to experience what it's like to be a superhero. Well, it has happened again. No way. In Sydney, Australia, with full involvement of Robert Downey Jr., there is the saga of Iron Boy. No way. This kid dressed up as... Iron Man, and saved Sydney, Australia from the evil Ultron. No way! That's so cool. Now, as the story goes, the Make-A-Wish Foundation has organised this. Obviously, they uh, help sick children fulfil their dreams. So, there's this young lad called Dominic. He's only nine. He's got cystic fibrosis. And he just happens to be besotted with Iron Man. Who isn't? So, the morning... That it was all happening. The police helicopter picks him up from the playground, gets him armoured up, because obviously he's Iron Boy. He needs all his tech, he needs his repulsors, his um, arc reactor, all that stuff. Speeding around the city, they had him in a speedboat in the cruisers, rescuing hostages, defeating henchmen, and then the final showdown with the evil AI robot Ultron in front of a crowd of cheering people. That's so cool. (laughs) And what is the best part of it? So the police commissioner from Sydney comes and gives him an award. Mm. A medal of valour. But what's even better than that, he gets a personal video message from none other than Tony Stark himself, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. That's so cool. Obviously, it's a lot to ask for somebody to drop everything and fly out to Australia. Especially somebody who, at the moment, should be getting ready to promote Captain America Civil War. Mm. Probably filming something for something somewhere. But he sent him a video message announcing to the world that Dominic was now an honorary Avenger. That's so cool. Now, there are videos to go along with this. Obviously, the Sydney News have got the full reports interviewing the kid and all this stuff. There's a video from Robert Downey Jr. That was all organised by Make-A-Wish Australia. It's There is good in the world. There are organisations and there are people who are doing great things. And if they can involve superheroes, all the better. I'm totally for it. Now what I might do, I might put the audio from uh, from this report in uh, here. Hey Dominic, it's Tony. I'm a little undercover right now, uh, shave the beard, hat and glasses, because in case you don't know, there was a civil war recently, I'm trying to keep, uh, keep it on the DL. Anyway, I hear you've had quite the day, it's hard work. 
saving the world, isn't it? I hope you had lots of fun. Uh, I bet you enjoyed the helicopter ride this morning. I just want to wish you all the best. Keep up the good work. And listen here, I don't do this very often. I'm making you an honorary member of the Avengers. I hear thy, hereby dub thee. Because guess what? Iron Man loves you. He is literally like, Dude, the coolest guy in the world. That is so cool. It's so sweet. In it, though, it's like... It's like a little boy is like struggling with all the stuff he's got to struggle with and then he's got to do this really cool thing that he's wanted to do and then it's been noticed by his idol and his idol then made him an honorary member of the group that he's in oh it's just it's just mint I, I, honestly there, there need to be more things in the world that is better than that I'm sick of seeing things on the news that are so just depressing and you know, oh, oh, here's this new, here's this new virus that's going to kill you. Um, here's this new group that wants to kill you. Here's a load of people that want to steal your jobs. Here's a disease that you'll get from bacon. <laughs> don't read the Express. Don't, 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 and don't read the Daily Mail. All the mail, Kirsty. Daily Mail is like, like, um, oh yeah, um, yeah, drinking water, that gives you cancer. Yeah, bacon. Cancer. Lettuce. Opening the fridge the wrong way. Yeah. Cancer. Too much oxygen. Cancer. Yeah. cancer. Driving on the wrong side of the road when you go to Europe. Cancer. But mixed in with all that, you've got these moments where people will go out of their way to do nice things for other people when they're needed. Which is, And that's what I want everybody to take away from this. Yeah, but that's what human beings should be like. All human beings should want to do that. That's what we're here for. We're not here to make people's lives hard. We're here to make people's lives easier. Absolutely. And, and be nice to one another. So... Everybody, if I assume you're on your computer, if you listen to this, go over to www.goodnewsnetwork.org. Good News Network, all on word. A website catered to pulling all of the good news from the rest of the internet. It's absolutely fantastic and is the only news website I will actively read because, to be quite frank, I'm sick of this depressing scum hole that we call a planet. And I like to be reminded that there is good in it. There's loads of good in it. But if you go to that website, there's more, more good yeah. than what you're used to. Which like, is nice. just at a glance, the amount of mercury, DDT, and other contaminants and pesticides are currently at a 40-year low in our oceans. The ozone has been retested and has been repaired since the 80s. Which is nice. I know, right? That's great, that. That's very nice. So there's so much good news here. Who repaired it? And that's what I want to leave Who you Who repaired with. it? It was a mother nature with a knitting needle. Uh, well, the argument is that it's just all the environmental changes that people have made. Really? Yep. Seriously? Actually, we are actually, as a population, making a difference. No way. So all them people, when they won't turn a light off or stop yeah. the tap running, who say, like, oh, it's not going to make a difference, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. It's proved we're fixing the world. It is fixable. Well, Always have faith. Never lose faith. I won't call it faith. But that's another topic for another <laughs> podcast. Don't stop believing, guys. That's better. Journey. Let's go with that. <laughs> so... Uh, to close out our first ever podcast of Two Dudes Orally, uh, I'm Paul. And I'm Ash. Uh, and I just want to make sure that um, everybody is cool and everybody stays cool. And just make sure that, you know, if somebody's having a hard time, just, you know, give them a pat on the back. Let them know you're there for them. It's the way we should be. Deep, bro. Deep. See you later, dudes. Have a good one. Dudettes. Two. Two.